0: Flyover clip.
1: So, Katie, we're excited to have you here today. But actually, the person I would really love to talk to, to be honest with you, would be the perfect guest for us, would be your, your high school guidance counselor. So, I'm wondering, like, <laughs> what kind of a conversation was that at 17 or 18 that, that this brilliant mind had this idea to take you through military intelligence and, and reality TV and stand up comedy to, to bring you to where you are today? The plot out that course it took incredible vision. Who was this mastermind? <laughs>
2: I think we can safely say uh, that we called them, what did we call them back in the day, careers advisor. They were called a careers advisor and they were usually this frightfully stuffy older lady. And you would go into (laughs) a room and you'd sit down with the careers advisor and they'd say, so what do you like to do? And they'd say, oh, well, based on the things you like, I think you'd be really good at this. And in your head, you'd be thinking, well, there's no way there is no way I would be ever doing like crochet school for the girl (laughs) guides like that (laughs) is not probably who I am. But I always knew I wanted to be. So I thought I wanted to be in the diplomatic corps. Get that. Okay. So the world's least diplomatic person, or certainly one of them, in my heart, I was like, I could be in the diplomatic corps, and I could represent the government around the world in diplomacy matters. That's what I thought um, I wanted to do. Yeah, you kind of do. You do. Well, in, mm, a yeah, yeah, in a disruptive way. In a disruptive way exactly. that's less diplomatic if, if and If things
0: weren't so crazy and so uh, deep, swampy, nasty, you probably could be more <laughs> diplomatic. You're just having to now draw attention <laughs> I think that, but I think,
2: you know, ultimately where I ended up going was to the military because it made perfect sense to me. You know, it was hard. It was tough. Uh, the The Royal Military Academy only took a limited number of people, particularly a limited number of girls. And I always liked that thing that was a bit more difficult, you know. So that's why I ended up at the Academy and I signed up to serve for 35 years, but I just didn't get to serve all of those. That's me and my mom. What, wow. What, what
0: did
1: they think of that time? Because they're raising you. Were they like, this makes sense? Or were they... When you're going that path, where they like, you know, I think they kind of or?
2: they just knew that I was always going to be doing something, you mm-hmm. know, kind of my mom. She's so shy and quiet, uh, a Nona and my dad's Roy, and they're the most uh, down to earth, quiet country people they come from. Farming. They don't ever want any attention. They don't want. They never want. You know anyone to look at them or anything. They just quietly get along with their lives. So I don't know where I. (laughs) The gene must have skipped. Yeah, I don't know where I dropped from or landed on my head or whatever. But something went on with me.
0: I've heard you say though, like when you were like in school, you were definitely a rule follower, and you know you kind of just did what was. And then something changed at some point where you're like, okay, I'm not going to do this any longer. Yeah, because
2: everything, and I don't mean this in a conceited way at all. But everything has always been really easy. So like school exams were really easy and I could work out what the teacher wanted. You know, they wanted the homework done this way and 45 questions or 50 if you could get it done. And so I could just get through all of that. Same with sports teams, same with everything. And nothing was really that hard. And so that's why I think I ended up going to military because it felt like, oh, you're going to get you know, butchered by big men who were going to be mean to you. And that was like, ah, that'll be tough.
1: Your your mom has such a pleasant, lovely smile. She looks like somebody that I would like. Oh, I, I, you know, you love to get directions or something. Oh,
2: she's the cutest. Yes.
1: This, I I don't think you're attracted to the controversy. You just can't not point out if the emperor has no clothes, which causes the problem. So that didn't come from your parents. But what did? So from my what, what did you draw from your mom? What did you yes, draw from your dad? What showed up in you?
2: Yeah, so uh, mom and dad are, I still have mom and dad, so I'm very that's lucky. Wonderful. Um, mom and dad have been married for over, so f- what am I? So, t- so they've been married for, I want to say, 50 years coming wow. up. So wow. way to go, mom and, and dad. Be, yeah, yeah, they'll be for, together wonderful. forever. They'll be one of these, you know, 70-year wedding anniversary yes. if they make it that far. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, you know, one of the things I got from them was this sense that, to try and do the best for your children you try and stay together Mm -hmm. and that to try and do the best for your children um you know you'll just work really really hard if you need to work harder to try and give your kids what you think might be the best for them Mm. and then equally and no disrespect to my parents because they're obviously amazing but um is i don't mean obviously amazing because i'm amazing i mean they're just obviously amazing (laughs) people yeah Yeah, because i'm amazing no jeans came from somewhere, baby. But what I mean is I also learned some things. I think this is one of the gifts that parents give you is they teach you things that you probably wouldn't do with your own sure. children. Mm-hmm. So my parents were very, very strict about schoolwork and, you know, doing X amount of study after school mm-hmm. and X amount of music practice and or, 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 and making sure that we overperformed in some way. And I'm not like that with my children. Um uh, because I see that I, I genuinely just want them to do the thing that makes them happiest. Mm-hmm. And then I guess with my parents, they wanted to conform to, you know, you don't ruffle any feathers, you, d- you don't get people's attention, you don't want people watching, you just want to stay below the radar. And I, I guess I, I've kind of gone a different way about that, which is be weird. You know, I've always told my girls specifically, and one of them actually has a particular issue, she has a gene deletion, so... In a normal society, she would be seen as weird, if you will, or she's on the spectrum massively. Mm-hmm. But um, I say to all of my children, you know, be weird, like be as weird as you can be, and it's a message I often put out on social mm-hmm. media as well: is be be the one that isn't normal, be the one that doesn't fit in, and that's all right. Yes. Like fitting in is way overrated. So I think that's kind of where my lane has has sort of netted out.
0: I love that. Our founding fathers the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.